This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup, both Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You get close to TikTok in the background. You just can't get rid of me. Yeah, dude. playing. Fuck! I really want that message in my I'm going to play it on loop in the background. So it could be the intro for this episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Coffee Breakup at this point. Um, Starring uh, Christian Vieira. I'm Marvin Schultz. That's me. Um, if you're watching us, we are on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. At this point. Yeah. Uh, short clips are still on YouTube. Please go check us out. Social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. We got a website, coffeebreakup.com. Check us out. A um, bunch Ooh. of new exciting stuff coming for the new year. Yeah, <laughs> we, we say that every year. <laughs> no, but this year, it, it'll this be is, Yeah, we said that last year, too. <laughs> no, this, is the, this is the year. <laughs> I think you said that, too. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, we welcome another guest. We on. got Carly on the show. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm, I'm ex- nervous. I know. Are you nah, nervous? You do this for yeah, a living yeah, too. Yeah. You guys have pulled up my TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm really nervous. Yeah, we, we got receipts. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Um, I'm excited. No, we first. Um, I don't know how I came across your page. I know we had Karen on, and you're yeah. friends with her. And then she, after we recorded an episode yeah, with her, yeah. she was like, "Oh, I have this this girl. She would be a great fit." And, and uh, it, didn't she show the video? And I think that you said like you saw the video. I saw or the something? video. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, that's like funny, this is like a con- yeah, this, yeah." This was weeks ago. At this point, shout out to Karen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, Karen puts her friends on. I love that about her. Yeah. She's, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, I know she's great. Yeah. Um, and she was awesome. And and we had her on, and the episode did very well. They were received good feedback, and she was like, "Oh, you know, there's this girl, uh, Carly." And, uh, you know, you guys should have her on. You guys have, a, you know, she has her own podcast as well. And so I think you guys could do a really great uh, collaboration. So we said, yeah. you know what? Let's make this happen. I like it. Um, yeah. So how long, what type of, do you have a, your own podcast? What is it called? Yeah. Coffee with Carly. Coffee oh. With Carly. Hey, I, I spell coffee with a K because my name is spelled with a K. So uh, yeah. coffee yeah, with My Carly. name is spelled with a C and also uh, coffee is spelled with C. So wow. we, we stuck with it. Some of us, some of us weren't blessed with that. Yeah. We, we were a little less creative, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So what is your podcast about? If you, if you, uh, so I actually speak, um, I have a lot of people that are successful business owners Mm -hmm. or, um, people who started a company and then sold and, you know, left with a lot of money. The last person I had on, um, was most famous for boxy charm. Okay. He sold for half a billion. (laughs) 
So oh. I had him on the podcast. I kind of pick his brain. And then this last guy I had, he's a multimillionaire uh, in real estate. Okay. And we actually spoke about dating. The podcast took a total left turn. And he was like, yeah, everyone my age is a single mom. And single moms, blah, blah, blah. I was oh, like, shit. oh, well, I'm a single mom. So how, how old was he? Oh, how old is cool. he? 30. Okay. Yeah. So we almost threw hands. <laughs> he, he didn't know that you had a kid, right? He didn't know, no. I didn't know that you had a kid until I saw one of your posts but yeah. the other day i found out yeah I'm like, okay interesting but the, the episodes are, are very free-flowing mm -hmm. so it actually was a really good episode um he's an arabic man so okay. he has very different viewpoints on like marriage dating and everything interesting so it was great then most of them are positivity and kind of just what i call finding light at the end of the tunnel i like that yeah so yeah. even if we have disagreements we're always going to come to like a, a mutual common thing ground at the find end. some sort yeah. of common mm -hmm. ground there what made you decide um, on doing your own podcast and, and how long have you been doing this? When I was in the middle of COVID, I felt like everybody had a, a podcast. True. And yeah. I and I yeah. told myself, I'm like, I mean, why the fuck not at this point? Yeah. <laughs> and I had let a lot of people into my life for a good amount of time because I had dated someone who was really popular on social media. Yeah. And so I had gotten a following from that. Oh. And then we, like, I kind of just like, fell off of social media but i used to do coffee with carly on instagram live okay so when i fell off and i decided let me come back i wasn't really sure how i could come back on social media because i was pregnant okay. and i was not telling social media i was pregnant mm, interesting so the way for me to do coffee with carly and not be on live was podcast so i chose that route okay i like that yeah and so is, is your focus still that, like um said, I guess, light in the end of the tunnel? You want to more like uh, educate? Yeah, my first episode was called Fuck Everyone, literally. <laughs> cool. And it did insane, like, pe you know, people were listening to it. It was like right. over a thousand uh, people listened one, for yeah. my very first one. That's I was like, awesome. damn, this is a home run for me, That's you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I continued telling myself, like, let's just keep doing this. And it was honestly, when I, I said fuck everyone, I just genuinely meant it, you know? So many people judge us for every single step we take, but they're not in our shoes or they just haven't been what we've been through. And we're so concerned about everybody else's opinions and it affects us way too, way too much in life. Shit. Yeah. Shit, like That's that. literally like when the, the course that, that we're, I mean, that we're working beep, 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 yeah. the thing that we're working on, <laughs> yeah. um, that's like a big por portion that I was really like trying to emphasize on. Like, yeah. Fuck it. Like, why are we worrying so much about other people? It's like, crazy. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, you're just going to drive yourself nuts. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no. It and people, people's, their, their parents' opinions weigh on them too heavily. Their right. spouse's opinions, their friends' opinions. And I have to say, like, when people give their opinion, it's always, um, you know, based on their experience through life. Sure. So you can never expect them to give the answer you want. You can take a person's, you know, opinion and into consideration into yeah. consideration pay attention to the people around you if you have good people in, in your corner they're genuine gen genuinely gonna guide you in the right direction but um yeah sometimes it, it, it's just it doesn't add up yeah you just have to be very careful because it's like you said everybody has their own experiences so then they form their own opinions on that yeah but your opinion based on your experience may not work for my current experience of course and i think it's important to just kind of be open-minded Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So allow the different possibilities. It's kind of what Chris Rudin was saying. Like, no one really truly understand. We had a guest on last week, and he, he was saying kind of something similar. Like, people will try to put themselves in your position, but they will never really understand what you're going through. Yeah. Because they don't have that experience. Like they, they can empathize, perhaps, or try to, and say, I want to understand. But can they truly understand? And Probably it's kind not. of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Not, not to the fullest, you know? Yeah. That's, That's pretty awesome, though, that you're actually going after that because just think of all the valuable conversations you're going to have, how much you're going to be learning. This is all for yourself, not yeah. even like for what 100%. you're doing for the audience, but like you're building yourself up so much with all this like new information. Yeah. It's exciting because like just imagine like where that's going to take you. Like, well, okay, anytime you put yourself in a room with somebody who's made half a billion dollars yeah. on, on, <laughs> yeah. on one swing, you're, you're doing the right thing in life. Right, you know, right, there's right. nothing that you're going to lose. You're only going to gain um and i try really hard to just say let's go get a cup of coffee after let's go for a, a glass of wine next week let's do follow up and just nurturing networking, those relationships yeah yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're always big on that too you know like having those relationships networking yeah, meeting yeah, people yeah. connecting and at the end of the day it's so important you know yeah. just for yourself but also for the people around you it's just you also just never know um True. who you're going to meet and what what they can provide in your life absolutely and i think that a lot of people we just expect things from certain people or we have an expectation to really get something from that person so for example if i'm only looking for a business relationship with someone and it not, doesn't formulate okay well i'm not going to continue working with this person yeah. but what if they can be i don't know somehow some way they impact my life differently what if they're a congressman one day or a congresswoman true shit like that or a mayor so or yeah even in some even simplifying it like talk about it in dating you can talk to someone but then it just doesn't work out and it could be that you don't see an intimate future with them but they can be the person that can connect you with uh the next business venture for you Absolutely. or you never know so yeah. i think that every every person that you meet has some sort of value in, in your life so it's very important to kind of you know continue nurturing those yeah. relationships you never know where it can take you, you know? yeah and i love the idea of like you even said it like being in a room with people who know more than you. And it's yeah. such a valuable lesson. And in, in, in different areas, they may be, may be more advanced and have more experience. So I always like to surround myself with people who know more, who have value, and who can teach me. You know, yeah. like the minute you think you're the, best, the smartest person in the room, you know, you're in the wrong room. Of course. And so you got to surround yourself with, with, with smart people, you know, and that's so I like important. That. I like that. They're really? always going to be the people, too, that give you the inspiration that you need to just do whatever you want in life. Yeah. So, I mean, anytime <clears throat> somebody tells me, so he, fun fact, he had Boxy for only seven years and sold for half a billion. Anybody thinks of that number and you're like, oh, 10, 15 years at least. He's yeah. Like building that business. Yeah. Seven years. When he told me that, I was like, what the fuck? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm like going on year number five with my business. Half a million, half a billion. Yeah. Like, what? I'm like, nowhere near that. Yeah. <laughs> How? Uh, yeah. You sit there and you're like, what, what was, what was, you know, the difference? Yeah. But you talk to somebody and you, you listen to a story and, and, and everything that he went through and you just leave the room. Like, yeah, anything's possible. I could fucking do it. Yeah. Why not? So what is that? What is that you do? Because, um, okay. I think outside you said something about, uh, I have two, I have two jewelry, uh, companies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have one, um, Casa Carly, obviously double K. So mm -hmm. K A S A K. <laughs> Casa Carly is a uh, price point anywhere from 40 to 150 bucks. It's 18 karat gold filled. It's most of the pieces I wear in my, my necklace and what stuff. What you're wearing right now yeah. and all that. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. My second brand is Como brand. It's a unisex line and it's solid gold. So I do chains, custom diamond work. I do pretty cool pieces for cool people. Um, and then I go to auctions, I buy estate pieces and I resell them. So if it's a vintage piece that's really unique and you're never going to find it one of one, buy it, resell it. How does that, 
well that part i understand how does the first part the former work so how do you how does it what does it take to be into the the jewelry industry I, I kind of do? do? grew up in it. I mean, I grew up in sales my whole life. I've yeah. just lived and breathed uh, sales. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, I, I grew up in a jewelry store that's in the Keys, honestly, like just going there a lot, often. And I loved the sales aspect of it. It wasn't like, yeah, I liked playing in jewelry, but I never wore it. I didn't appreciate diamonds and stuff. I think I actually buried my mom's anklet in the backyard once. I ne jewelry wasn't like my calling. Right, right. And then as I got older, I was like, fuck yeah, I love diamonds. These are nice. <laughs> but when I was younger, I was like, I just enjoy selling. So I used to work my ass off as a kid selling and my, you know, the my stepdad basically. Um he told me I'll cut you commission checks and I just was like game on. And that's how I stepped into sales period. And then I was in the car industry and that sucked the life out of me. So yeah. mm. I said, let me go sell <laughs> diamonds and stuff. <laughs> That's how it happened. But then, so, but how do you get your, your, like, how does that work though? Like that, I guess like your, your brand and your business, do you just buy the, the, uh, I buy the, and resell all day. So that's yeah. what it is. You just yeah. buy pieces somewhere and, and then you market it. With, and Col sell with Como, we like, I actually will create a design. If I have to sketch it with you, I'll sketch it. So with these you. are the questions that might, yeah, 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 yeah. So Como is very, is very intimate. Um, and it's, you know, my high end clients, I go to their house. If I have estate pieces that I'm selling, usually requires a deposit. I'm usually going to do a background check on you before I go to your house with yeah, yeah, yeah. six figures worth of jewelry, right? right? Um, And then I'll show you the the different pieces I have, but some people say that they want a special piece and we create an AutoCAD design and then create a mold and then actually fill the piece. So, and that's where you would then partner, I guess, with the, an actual jeweler yeah. to make it? That's yeah, how yeah, that would yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. so uh, I have a jeweler, I have um, like a diamond dealer that, you know, that I work with very closely. And we have a lot of fun doing it, honestly. So That's then awesome. you, you, you then, I guess you, you, I guess you make a spread, right? Off of whatever your services are of the design and stuff like that. Yeah, and like whatever. Then you do I honestly don't even, I don't even charge a design fee or anything like that. I love doing what I do. I'm sure one day I'll get to that point where, you know, I'm big enough where I, I you know, tell Rick Ross, yeah, <laughs> service fee. Yeah. <laughs> but, but right now I'm okay. just, you know, I'm working with a lot of close friends and family, honestly, that have just told me I, I want a really cool piece. I okay. I mean, I'm just trying so to understand nice. what it is, like how it all works. Yeah. That's really cool. The That's estate, cool. the estate pieces, honestly, are where you make a, a good amount of of profit yeah because they're you're selling a story with the piece right and you're selling uh not just you know a, a diamond ring you're selling a chanel one of one designs ring that Vintage, was you can't find it anywhere yes anymore. and the owners of pillsbury she just died and this was her legacy she left behind <laughs> i yeah, mean yeah, i'm yeah. out there like Sold! selling yeah <laughs> i am like selling my ass at these people's houses yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. best piece ever that's so cool yeah that's really fun. cool though it's that's fun. Really, really cool and is this what you want to do like uh you, you've been doing this for a couple of years now is this where you see yourself pursuing i see myself personally um at, at like a top of an umbrella right okay so you know how the umbrella has like that that little thing that sticks up what do you even call that piece above the metal it. yeah, yeah sure, and then it sure. has like this nice umbrella fabric right okay yeah. so i would say i'm that little stick at the top and okay. then i have my podcast gasa como there's a lot of little things that i just like to touch and be a part of in life yeah. you know so yeah, I would love to have Casa, but I look at it more as a as a warehouse that runs itself. I'd love to be the face of the brand. I like to style people in the pieces, but I am 
not supposed to be behind a computer or a desk or even shipping out the packages. Like I'm not meant to pack boxes and stuff. I'm yeah. meant to, yeah. I'm meant to give people that personal experience service I want and service. And that's what I'm good at sales mm-hmm. and making people feel like, you know, happy with their purchase. So, I like so I would say, yeah, I'm going to do this cause I'm going to have multiple companies. Yeah. Um, how old are you now? If you don't mind me asking 28. Okay. 28. And, um, what's your schedule like because it sounds like you have a lot going on with the podcast and then yeah you do your podcast you have business that brand, two brands two essentially brands. yeah yeah um you have a family a baby a child <laughs> yeah. how old is uh don't forget about that one oh yeah 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 he's two two years two. Oh, okay. he's two he's a terrible baby. two are the terrible twos uh, real they're all terrible <laughs> every, every, every day is terrible every stage any mom that's out there is like screaming at the camera right now like it's, it's all fucking hard we just went from like no sleeping to now it's no sleeping but he can also tell you like this is mine (laughs) you're just like now they're talking yeah just like a very rude little kid because they don't understand how to be nice yeah so it's tough and i'm a single mom too yeah so So how do you manage everything like what is your schedule like i cry a lot (laughs) (laughs) crying is like 50 percent i go to therapy obviously (laughs) no um my schedule is uh, a blessing it's i just like my podcast is free flowing so is my schedule okay i tried for a really long time as an entrepreneur to create a structured uh schedule for myself mm-hmm. and it would fail time and time again and i would beat myself up over it and i just decided to accept the human that i am i'm a little <laughs> i'm a little all over the place i'm a little chaotic and i really enjoy and thrive in that environment that's yep. why i do good so I've just, that's, this is what I do. Last night I slept four hours. I'm on a podcast today. Once I'm done with this podcast, I have a Basel event tonight and I'll be at Versace Mansion for a while. And then, yeah, like it's just constant, you know? And you, if if I may ask, the child is with your your family support. You have friends that you can rely on, or like, how does that work? His his dad is, is, is in the picture. Is in the picture. Okay. Well, like we're not dating. But he's a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's present. He's a dad. He's a dad. Um, so yeah, so this is his weekend with him oh, and okay. when it's, when it's his weekends with him is when I usually pack the most work. I stack my weekends as much as I can. Personal time is just non-existent at this point, but <laughs> I stack as much as I can because that's when I can be focused on this and, you know, hone in on anything that has to deal with being an entrepreneur yeah. or fun. That's not necessarily making me money, but it's something that I want to pursue like my podcast. Um, do you, uh, you you and the father of your child you guys have 50 50 split custody no. somewhat How does that work we honestly right now don't have um any custody schedule okay so he's in an industry where his schedule's all over the place and i think we can appreciate that with each other that we just Certainly. understand what it is right right so we try to amicably schedule whatever we can and however we can but basically every other weekend he mostly has him okay yeah and with all this going on, is there room for for dating? Because you were saying like it's crazy schedule. Does, yes. Is there room for it? Or yes. yeah, <laughs> there, there is room. I get nervous. I'm like new to this question, but like I very recently now have a boyfriend, which is whoa. Yes, and Congrats. the world does not know, but now they do. Oh, <laughs> this come out, yeah. it'll come out soon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. We have like it's getting hot. I'm sweaty. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, is this the first person you've dated yes. uh, since really? father? Yeah, it's, but we I've been separated from my son's dad for a year and a half. 
Wow. Okay. So it was a it was a while. Yeah. And I had boyfriends back to back. So that was a long time for me to be single. How was that? It seemed like <sighs> it was a. When did you launch the the brands that you? Had? Casa Carly will will be five years oh, so um, next year on Mother's Day. Yeah. Como was launched this year. The podcast was launched while I was dating him. So yeah. it's just something I kind of stood through. So how yeah. was that one year, year and a half of you not being with him? How was that for you, you know, de- your development as well as everything else that you had going on with, you know, the child as well as the brands and life in general? Yeah. So the first few months were, were tough. That was a, a fight or flight mode. I think I've lived in fight or flight until the last eight months of my life. Mm. Um, but yeah, those first few months are just, let's make rent. How much money do I need to be putting into, mm-hmm. you know, furniture and, and everything. Yeah. And his dad, um, his dad was at the time, like, just, you know, like, let me know how I can help. And I think it was just a very comfortable, uncomfortable experience as a, as a woman. I mean, I've always paid all my own bills. I've lived alone since the day I was 18, yeah. but I had felt the comfortability of a family unit and then i was like surprise motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna do this shit alone and so yeah so the first the first two weeks i think i was in in no first week i was in an airbnb and then i finally had like a a house that i was like all right i'm gonna go to this house i'll stay here until i find a apartment because everything was skyrocketing this was like when covid just finished oh like 2021 yeah so apartments that were one bedroom one bath were thirty five hundred dollars i was like bro pass (laughs) what where's where's the little life button that you're like (laughs) so yeah so i ended up finding a two bedroom two bath it was a great price but it was fucking expensive so um when i worked for lexus my general sales manager he told me get more bills that was the that was the one thing he told me all the time. Get more bills. Go buy that watch. Go buy the shoes. Get more bills. Because I had the type of personality that when I had those bills to pay, I was always going to find a way to pay them. So he loved it because it would make him more money. <laughs> <laughs> it would make him more money. Yeah. At the end of the day, I was just like hustling, hustling, hustling. If I wanted something or I put a big price point that I had to make monthly, I would find a way to meet that goal. Mm-hmm. So, But if you didn't have that, you feel like you wouldn't work as hard then? Or would you would work mm. less? If you the had a smaller minimum, goal, maybe. you would work for that less attainable goal. I mean, I mean that easy, easily. Probably, probably. Yeah. probably. I've never given myself that option. Okay. So I don't know how. So I whatever goal you set, you you yeah. accomplish. And I've always been in a a very commission based environment or in managerial yeah. uh, role. So I had to perform. My store had to perform. So I don't know any other way. But um, yeah, I think that year was filled with a lot of growth. It was a it was it was hard. It's tough, right? For what you're going through, but you just don't have time to even process that that happened. Yeah. I think I finally processed fully that I was going to be alone th- 3 or 4 months after where a traumatic experience. You know? Yeah, where yeah. I realized like holy fuck, yeah, anybody out there that thinks like, "Oh, yeah, this is hard, the breakup's hard." Like try packing up your kids' playroom that you guys like built together. Oh, yeah. That's just fucking rough. Oof. <sighs> yeah. Or like the the parent watching the other parent drive away with their kid because oh, like fuck. we've been through like hard breakups but we never had children with the people we yeah. broke up Listen, so it's like true. yeah we can't even comprehend no you know i've been through hard breakups where you're like a teenager you're like i'm gonna vomit <laughs> i can't eat i'm dying yeah, i'm gonna like, die from this hard break no, yeah you remember oh my god yeah. we're so stupid yeah my mom was t- my mom would call me and my mom kept asking like are you okay are you good like what's happening 
And I'd be like, nope, I'm good. Like, I'm working. I'll call you later. I just, like, push, 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 push. I'm like, I don't want to even fucking open that door. Yeah. I will have a meltdown when I get in my apartment. And I did. I put my kid's room together. I put the whole apartment together. I painted. I busted my ass. And then I sat one morning and I had coffee. I cried my ass off. And then the next day I was like, back to business. Like, that's how I went through it. Damn. That is intense. Do you feel like you've, you've healed enough to the point where now you're able to let somebody else in and be 100%. comfortable in that new relationship? 100%. That, that takes a lot of work. That yeah, took a yeah. lot of therapy. Therapy's yeah. fucking expensive, so it's yeah. cost me a lot of money. <laughs> but health is wealth, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's, um, it's worth it. So, yeah. So, it, it took a while. It took me a full year and a half, basically, that whole time. I wasn't ready for a boyfriend. I wasn't actively dating. Yeah. He was uh, a friend of mine. So, we had been friends for, like, over a year also. Wow. We met right after, actually, I separated. I met him and his friends with my sister and her friends out at Gramercy. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, since then, we had just had this giant friend group. Everybody would come over and party at my sister's house, or we would just go out and meet meet up with them in the Gables. And then he became a client. So, he was buying um, Como pieces from me. He had had two custom pieces made. And, yeah, it was just a... A constant friendship and i don't think either of us ever thought we were gonna end up dating or boyfriend and girlfriend i would have been like you're out of your fucking mind if you told me last year that this year i'd end the year being his girlfriend so what changed like that sounds like one he, day he, he made out with like me that. and i was like oh you're never leaving how do you get a girl just walk up there and make out with her. it should work right. no honestly it was we felt a, a very a strong connection and i think we just you, you know explored beyond the friendship yeah well and that's such a that's such a beautiful place because we got to know each other as as individual humans sure so well, yeah. he yeah. got to know me as as a sister as a mom as a daughter he saw all these different mm, yeah. you know, qualities about, yeah, yeah he saw me as a businesswoman he saw me you know in sales selling to him personally so he saw me <laughs> conduct my ways it conduct myself in ways that were very raw And I think that that was beautiful. We didn't have sex in the middle to fog our idea of the other person. And True, he, yeah. he, he wasn't trying to pursue me and I wasn't trying to pursue him. So I got to see his natural raw self. Yeah, his natural His normal state. self, yeah. And Damn. so, yeah, we just, we were like, let's try this thing out. And then I think, I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even, we haven't even spent a day apart. Since, since then? Yeah. We have a busy schedule. And you, you guys still find time for each other? I force time in my schedule. And he right. makes time in his. That is, if they wanted to, they would. That's Ladies true. and gentlemen, listen the fuck up. I have the busiest schedule. I have a two-year-old, a podcast, two companies. I make time to cook him dinner and tell him, come eat with me. Uh, we He makes time to come swing by the office and bring me a coffee. I like that. We we work extremely hard to give each other some you know sort of love. You guys live in a close proximity or? He lives two streets away from me. Okay, it makes things a little bit easier. <laughs> but still, if they wanted to, you they know? would. That's not an excuse. No, no, of course. No, no, I'm not saying that. But if you live two blocks away. Yeah, I yeah. got very lucky, yeah, honestly. Very yeah, but you yeah. know, it's effort is key. And effort is always key. Because they yeah. can always be like, oh, you're right there, I'll yeah. go later. Yeah. Or I'll see you tomorrow oh, morning. Busy, you're busy, the kid, you Listen, know. Listen, when we have a busy morning, he'll be like, uh, I'll see you when you finish dropping off, you know, Mav at school. I'll meet you 7.30 at, at the park and let's go jog. Let's get a workout in. And we'll use the 30 minutes that we were going to both work out to just spend time with each other. 
which is fun yeah. as fuck, by the way. Work out with your partner brings out a competitiveness between the two of you, you and it's a blast. Gonna, I was just gonna ask you, you work out with Christina? Oh, she can't keep up with me. You fucking pass out. Yeah, she can. <laughs> you imagine Christina or Claudia in Zoom, bro? <laughs> they, it, 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 I want to bring Claudia to. I so started. Re- uh-huh. I recently started going to like a CrossFit gym. Okay. Very intense, but I want to bring. I want to bring my girlfriend, but I, she. It would be, have to be like a very slow day. <laughs> yeah. It has to be like an easy day. Yeah. No one's there. There, there is none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think yeah. Christina can keep up? Um, No. Not right now. No. I mean, I'm sure she tries. You guys would be surprised. Me. He's he's a CrossFitter and he competes. <clears throat> and we like sprinted. And I really? I haven't sprinted in a long time. But, I, <laughs> but I'm fucking fast. Man, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Dude, you know let me tell you. Because every now and then, bro, Christina, she'll surprise me with some fucking. Like, she just has these weird talents. And she just we went to we went to uh, the little putt yeah, putt the, shack the, the mini golf oh, the mini the, yeah. that thing is so much fun it yeah. was fun dude. she yes. was she was doing pretty good yeah. I'm like well she's good at these random shit so she might actually be good I'm at telling that. you your girl will surprise you she when we started actually. running he was he was cracking up like he couldn't even sprint because he was like what the fuck why are you so fast like yeah. where did this I, come yeah, from I think we should do like a double date and we'll go to Zoom. And we'll do like a, okay. a workout. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll work out. We'll work out. Anyways, we okay. digress. Um, I did yeah. want to ask you: um, Does the father of your child know that you're seeing somebody? Yes, I texted him. Cool. Okay. When? Yeah, I texted him. Um, I texted him when he was out of town, actually, pretty recently, and I had said, "I'm like dating someone. It's starting to get very serious. He will." be around maverick he had been around maverick before but as a friend not like hanging out Mm -hmm. with mav but i've had maverick on my hip and we've been at the same event and i've been like hey how are you whatever what's up you know what i mean but i knew moving forward that now if we're going to be in a relationship like i cannot be at my sister's house and him at my sister's house and have my son on my hip now it's different playing fields so they needed to meet and I told him it's starting to get serious. And I, I meant that. I knew, like, this is something that will eventually go somewhere. So, you know, you have to meet him. And he told me, like, I'm super happy for you. You know, I would like to meet him. So and I don't. Nice. It's yeah. mature. No, no, yeah. no. We're, like, like we have. <laughs> I think it's mature and it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I love that part of it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying I don't want that to fog that, like, co-parenting is easier. We have, like, the best relationship no, ever because I mean, we don't. That shit is rough. Yeah. But we both are good at being adults. That's good. I would say that. Yeah. At least you guys put can put that aside, mm-hmm. you know, because I think ego may cloud. Yeah. Fog up. Yeah. And I think that if you guys at least approach it maturely and also understand that because there's also a child involved too. Because you also okay. don't want to now have you guys fighting knowing that now your relationship with each other as we do, co-parents. We, we do go back and forth. Can affect. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard because, you know, like I'll tell him, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to put him to bed and I'm going to call you back and chew his ass. Like, fuck you up. <laughs> fuck you up. I'm not going to do it around my son. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we do. We, we bicker, we fight. It's hard. It's hard because you didn't work in a relationship with a person and now you have to raise a little baby together. So you both yeah. are like, fuck you. Yeah. But also, see you for the next 18 years. <laughs> yeah. And I always tell that's him, it's true, not 18 true. years. I'm going to see you at his wedding. I'm going to yeah. see you when he's in college. I'm going to see Graduation. you when he graduates. Yeah. I'm going to see him when he starts his first business. Like, we're in this shit. Yeah. That's day, what, yeah. you drop dead or I drop dead. <laughs> that's it. That's what people don't realize having a kid with somebody. It's not just, oh, a couple of years. It's for the rest of your life. Yeah. And, and him and my or boyfriend. that moment. Him and my boyfriend just shook hands and met, uh, I would say, like, yesterday, honestly, or the day before. Yeah. yeah they just shook hands and, and they met. And I told my boyfriend like hey this is my life and he straight up told me i have no no idea what i'm getting into but whatever package comes with you i'm taking it yeah so 
I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a mature approach. I just I mean, it seems like you've known your current partner uh, enough, and he's seen you know different sides of you, like I said, different angles yeah. of you, where he can have a different approach where he could probably be more trusting, more open, more yeah. understanding. It's a different, yeah. Because he knows you. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, you were able to build a strong foundation with him yeah. to really be able to see you as a person, right. not just as maybe a single mom mm -hmm. or with baggage of because you have like your the father still in the picture. Yeah. He was able to see you for you and actually take that approach differently. So I want to actually applaud you for actually Thank taking you. a really very slow <laughs> approach and um and and finding a friend first that yeah. you can then build on because i feel like a lot of people in relationships will just jump right into it and they go off of lust or you know the emotion at the moment not really fully understanding what they're getting themselves into i, I also couldn't date a stranger that's so fucking weird to me now at this point yeah, like, I think about it actually yeah and i'm like bro like what if you guys like you guys your relationships don't work out and now tomorrow you're just like what the fuck i have to go talk to people <laughs> yeah 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 like not you just have that. to like meet people like i don't know who the fuck you are you could yeah, honestly yeah. be like you watch these documentaries of like oh i i never knew the man laying next to me and i'm like straight up what? Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. have to just go meet people i mean yeah I, yeah i mean that's that's how you date. You meet people. No, I, mean, I, I couldn't date. And I have a kid. I'm like, what if someone follows that's me home? That's what I was thinking. That was what like, I was holy thinking. fuck. I'm a, I'm a woman. I live alone. Like, this is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Strangers uh, with your yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think the best way, if, obviously, your situation will be best case scenario. It's a long-term long -term friend. Yeah. yeah. But also, if you get, you know, meeting people through other friends, you yeah. know, that is also a safe bet. Yes. But, like, online dating and all that stuff. No. Mm-mm. And fan. I honestly, I, so I made a profile once because, um, like it was just for literal, like actual research. I was going to do a podcast episode on it and I thought it was going to be really funny. Okay. And then I started getting all the messages and I was like, not funny, not funny. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> I don't like this. Jeez. Most people out there are like very weird, very creepy. And I just know. So I also, with my business and lifestyle, the best way to meet people and expand my circle was just networking events. True, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah because true. I'm I'm meeting someone like in my same people. field. Yeah, like-minded people. Yeah, hardworking. Mm -hmm. But emotional. I never found it. I, I never found someone I wanted to date. I found someone that oh, this would be a great friend or a great connect in life. Someone to have as an asset, not to, to date. You know. Yeah, yeah. All right. This has been cute. I'm gonna. Shift gears or not, I'm gonna talk about the real shit. TikTok, yeah, 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 okay. because it, it it's it'll fit right in because you were saying I you agree. couldn't you couldn't really find anybody. Yeah, now the person you're with is somebody you've had in your life for a long time. For a long time. So I wanted to kind of play this, and not only that, I yeah. think based on everything, yeah, 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 transition. But I was thinking also, um, your upbringing, how you were raised, and you as a person. I don't know you that well. Yeah, but I know that you're not some prissy side like i want to get taken care of although it's nice but you yeah. seem like you're hungry you're a go-getter and you like getting shit done yeah yeah right well if somebody were to take care of me like i would make them fund my business <laughs> okay okay so i'd be like yeah take care of me so i can hang out and do more things but fund all my business ideas because i want to have all my umbrella so yeah okay but i you're right like i could never sit at home and just chill. right that's what yeah. i mean that's yeah. what i mean i, I feel like vibe. somehow some yeah, way you're still going to be okay yeah so sh go ahead and uh shift transit are we, are we jumping in <laughs> i was gonna yeah i was gonna play the video because you you had this was <laughs> a couple like, i'm so scared yeah, yeah this, this are you ready for that i'm ready, yeah, I'm ready for yeah. it yeah but just kind of pre uh prefix when was this recorded like the first one were you talking about like the dating pool this must have been a couple of months ago the lady i want to say i yeah. want to say it was like two months ago okay and then i just made this video you know like 
just because it was something that I genuinely felt and I was like laughing, having a good time with it. And then yeah. I was like, 1.4 million views. <laughs> it, it did very so well. It's usually, like, how, oh it's usually how it works. Yeah. yeah so, um, so then that's when this all kicked off, which okay. is, by the way, uh, my TikTok and Instagram are so confusing. Yeah. My IG is positivity and business. And then this is like my burner Fuck line. men! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my burner line. So yeah. like, I'm like, oh my God, I tell everyone I mean, I'm like, don't go on my TikTok ever. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> don't judge me based off of that. So here yeah. we go. Yeah. Anyway, so watch my let's TikTok. Dive let me dive in. Let me dive in. Right, let's see the first one. And be masculine and feminine at the same fucking time. When your husband gets home from his long day of work, he gets to play scratch and sniff with his ball sack. But you have to cook and clean, do laundry, take care of the house, and also be a porn star and also go work out. Because if you don't work out, he'll leave you for a younger bitch and he will pay that bitch's bills. Amen. It just doesn't make sense out Oh, yeah. This well, there we go. All right. so, <laughs> oh, you close the TikTok in the background. You just can't get rid of me. Yeah, <laughs> Keep playing. Fuck! <laughs> um, so I really want that message in front <laughs> I'm going to play it on loop in the background. <laughs> Um, so it, should, it could be the intro for, for, for this episode. <laughs> for this episode, um, no. So yeah, you recorded that, and I saw it uh, a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was pretty funny. But obviously, there's there's obviously jokes and stuff like that. But there is to what degree? Yeah, a little yeah, bit of truth. Degree. But there is yeah, perhaps a lot of truth Maybe to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I've never, I haven't dated any men, so I wouldn't know. But uh, based on, uh, on, on one out of ten, yeah. don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with women. <laughs> oh, but, shit. So where where did that come from? Because you obviously you were single for a little bit. Were you open to dating throughout the time? Did you experience some of these things yourself through friends through through kind of? You have know, you seen my last? Have you seen my last couple videos before I get into this? I have not. I have not. My last couple videos recently. Are about straight I was looking up, at the ones before. They're yeah. straight up about caca. Okay? okay, like actual. Caca. Like shit? Yes. Oh, yeah, that was another one. That Real we just, caca. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> the guys don't wipe their ass or something like that. Yes, right? like that it's like stains left in their boxers. I've yeah. never experienced that. Okay. So social media for me is a form of content creation. And mm -hmm. I look at TikTok strictly as an outlet for me to release my creative funny side. Sure. And so most of it comes from content creation. It's really like, I know people look really deep into it and they're like, oh, I mean, I talk about my husband on here. Oh, fucking husband. I was single when I made some of these videos. Yeah. So TikTok is content creation. And I just believe that where we are in society, everybody needs a little bit of an outlet and visually like we just want to disconnect. So I make videos that are funny okay. to give people an opportunity to disconnect because it's a form of revenue for me. And it's also a form of clout for me to have like, for people to go to my businesses and like go from there. Yeah, but, so but is, is this not a reflection of in this your is opinion? Shit. This is my opinion. Okay. I do agree with it. Okay. So do it. I just, just like want people playful. to say, if you go to my TikTok and you see all these videos about Kaka, please don't come for my man. No, 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 but I'm, I'm, there are videos on there that it's like, yeah, it's more for fun and just like to create, you know, but yes, that I stand by firmly. And that's probably why I got 1.4 million views yeah. because you can feel it in the video. Yeah. Where it just is like, yeah. I'm tired of people like the divine femme tag that is trending. Yeah. That's the one that gets me the most. I hate it. Yeah. I think that, um, 
you struck a chord with a lot of people because there was a lot of truth probably that you said that maybe a lot of people can can back up on that and i think uh even if you don't fully 100 percent you know believe in what you said because there's a lot of uh, it's content creation whatever you have it's still um enough work yeah yeah and i think that that's where so much truth well as a mom i get it the most i i i talk about it um a lot that you know the husband goes and works his ass off and he's making money and he's paying the bills and then the mother is also going to work and working her ass off maybe she's not maybe she's not paying all the bills because she makes 15 dollars an hour and the husband makes the six figures okay okay. but i'm still fucking working of course Okay? okay and then when we both get home Husband's like, fuck, I worked all day. I'm so tired. Like, I have to pay all the bills. I'm required to make, like, six figures to cover everybody's shit. So I get to play Xbox and disconnect. And then you have to take care of the kids. You have to do bath time. You have to put them to bed. You have to do dinner. I am expected to have dinner on the table because I just work so hard. What about me, bitch? Why do you think that is? Yeah. (sighs) Let's open up Pandora's box. You know what? I think that women have evolved a lot. And we've decided that we enjoy being in a work environment. Some, no, but we have to with the economy the way it is, yeah, sure. right? Like I just bought an avocado the other day. It was $3. Yeah, for one I was like, for an, for an avocado? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> so you think about a family that has like two kids and yeah, the wife has to work. But then there are women who are, are like me, like we just said, right? Even if I had a baller ass husband, I still want to be out there doing stuff, right? So- I think that it's hard to for men and women to find like um, a, a common ground where we can flow as like yin and yang okay. and respect each other for what we do. I bring money to the table. I bring a lot to the table. As a woman, I bring a lot of value to you as a man. The masculine and feminine energy work together and flow together very well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's in, in my eyes, like that's that's the strength and the the weaknesses. That's where yeah, we yeah, pull yeah. it out of each yeah, other. Yeah, the balance, the healthy balance. Yes. So yes, women are women when they go out and they work are put in this masculine role that it's like, hey, dude, we didn't, we just, whoa, we just want to like make some money on the side. Yeah. I don't want that role to be like masculine and start having to pay bills. And then also like, there's women who I don't want to fucking cook. I don't like dishes. I don't like laundry. Yeah. Get a nanny, get a maid. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I want to fill the role of a wife. Meaning like, yeah, I, I want to be there for you. I want to have wine with you. I want to enjoy like our chemistry and have sex with you. But I don't want to be with my hair in a bun where I didn't get to do my nails and I didn't get to do my hair and I'm slaving around the house and then not be even appreciated for that because that's where it comes in. Women aren't appreciated. Yeah. So we just become men. That's it. You're yeah. not appreciating us as as feminine women. We do our hair. You don't compliment us. We <clears> do our nails. You don't compliment us. And it's just like, oh, she's here. She's doing this. She's doing that. You don't appreciate us being women and us being feminine. So now we're here. We're stuck in a cycle of I pay bills and I also take care of the kids. And then you pay bills, but you get to come watch Xbox. And that's like the truth these days. Yeah. So you, you said role as a, as a wife. What do you feel like the, the idea? What do you the concept of being a wife? What does that entail? Yeah. What are the roles? How should the to roles you, look? Yeah. And it might look for, different for other people. Yeah. To you. For myself, yeah. I look at the role of a wife as someone who provides a level of emotional stability for their partner, 
right? As a wife. Okay. As, a, as a wife. I look for, I, I look to myself as <coughs> like when my husband comes home and he has like a hard day or he's in a bad mood, I provide the softness okay. as a wife and as a woman, right? Okay. Yeah. And I also am the shoulder to lean on. Partner, there is equality, yeah. but there are different qualities that are brought to the table, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, and also I do think that like the standard things come with that. Like I would like to cook for my husband. I don't want to do the fucking dishes. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine, that's fine. But I do want to cook for my husband. I do, when he wakes up, like I want to be there to be like, good morning, babe, and give him his cup of coffee. Yeah. I like to give like in that sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that aligns with being a wife the same mm -hmm. way I think being a husband means you're paying the bills like and you're taking care of the roof and the house over our head okay so do you feel like if you also had to work and contribute to the house and the bills that that role no longer exists then so you shouldn't be the shoulder or that create that nurturing environment does that go out the window because you're also working or if you're the stay at home then that's acceptable i don't think it goes out the window i think it's harder to provide okay so you want me to be like in a comfortable emotional state to be able to give you that feminine side of me sure. and to offer you that alternative view of things and soften you up. Like I had the worst fucking day ever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, baby, don't look at it like that. And like, I give you the, the, the different side of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. How can I do that? If I also had the worst fucking day ever and we're both stressed about bills and we're both freaking out about what we're going to do like with, with X, Y, Z. And I have just as much responsibility as you, like I'm stressed the fuck out too. So I don't feel like I can fully be like that super strong shoulder to lean on. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it makes sense. Like how I'm saying it. No, I, 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 I guess I, I get what you, but yeah. I'm just saying like, oh. if I'm, if I'm super stressed the fuck out, like how can I give you that feminine energy of me? Sometimes it's so lost. Like it's so deep back in there. I don't even know how to be feminine anymore. But is that his fault? I think that there are men that bring out your feminine side and then there are men who like bring out a more masculine side to women. But I don't know if it's their <laughs> fault. I don't know if it's their fault. Yeah. It depends on each scenario, right? No, no, I, I get it. No, because because you had started off by saying um, that's the role that would be you that you would believe would be ideal for a woman, right? Especially for the partner, okay. right? And I completely yeah. understand that. But then it, it wouldn't, it doesn't seem like it would be his fault that you also have that you would have to work and contribute and now lose those qualities that you want to have. I understand how you can lose those qualities because you now have other things on your plate. Mm -hmm. But if that's if those are the qualities that you want to have as a partner, what would you then want your man to do for you to feel comfortable doing that? Because it's not his fault that you have to work also. I think and it's not his fault. So I'm sorry. Yeah, hold yeah. On. No, and it's not on. his fault that because you're working that now that takes away from your full feminine that you'd like to be. Yeah. And now you're forced to be in the masculine. So yeah. now he would then have to suffer the consequences at mm -hmm. this point, if you want to mm -hmm. say that for you having to work and yeah. then for, for to not feel as feminine. It's yeah. not his fault. Right. So what would you then want your partners to do in order for, even if you are working to still help you be in your feminine that well, was a pretty good question men men <clears throat> right have an ability to create safety and create a, a sense of like a structured household i guess i would say so a man can make me feel safe while i'm still having to contribute 50 50 and then appreciate me and my feminine qualities and bring those out in me while i'm still having to help contribute to the house let's say we're like both 
struggling together, not struggling, but like we're paying bills. Grinding, we have to pay 50, 50. Yeah. We're grinding. We're working. We're right. But at the end of the day, when we get home and I cook dinner, you could maybe wash the dishes. If we're going to be 50, 50, let's authentically be 50, 50 in the household. Because if all of the burden is on me, then that's where I say I have trouble being feminine because I'm stressed. I'm tired. So I don't want to have sex. Because why would I have sex with you? I just washed the dishes, cooked dinner. I worked nine to five. I picked up the kids. I dropped them at school. I did all this stuff. No, I don't want to put out for you because okay. I'm tired. Okay. But as a man who is there, who is a provider, who is also nurturing, who is like, mama, I got it, who takes out the trash without me being like, hey, it's Monday, take out the fucking trash. Like, I don't have to be your mom. You get yeah. me? So, yeah, we can contribute 50-50, but you can also be in a very masculine place as a man where you're still the provider and you're still holding your house together as a unit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can create a, a budget for us to help us, like, plan for our future. You yeah. can do things like that that help me feel like, okay, there's structure here and he's in charge. Okay. So, would you then say that if you were a stay-at-home and he was bringing enough money where you didn't have to work, would then, would he be relieved of those duties then, of having to be that extra nurturing because now he's only providing with money. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You're a stay at home. Now you're doing all those other things. Does that allow him to now not have to put in that extra? Here's the controversy and here's the very fine line. There are men who provide all of that, right? Yeah. And so they think when they come home, they're relieved of all those responsibilities. And to an extent, the answer, my answer would be yes. You are never relieved of the responsibility of being a father. I agree. Which yeah. means when you come home, if the kids, you know, need dinner or I need help with the kids and, and they want time with their dad or we have to go do bath time, like be fucking present and wash your kids ass with me. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So people are like, oh, I'm relieved of these duties. But that is also they also include kids in that. Yeah. So why am I stuck feeding the kids and doing like these, these are our little humans. We're going to raise them together. Right, I understand. But can you but do you see where the logic can kind of, yes, can of be course. a little bit difficult? Right. Because now the man can say, well, you're a stay at home mom and I'm working. But now you also want me to contribute. That's the same kind of position that you're holding if you had to work as well. Let me so I'm you. just trying to find like and let me let me tell you. OK, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever hung out with screaming kids? No, no, no. Okay, okay, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to get into. No, no, that no, no. No, but not even getting into that point. Okay. It's like <clears throat> that is a fucking job, right? Laundry, dishes, clean, cleaning the floors, cooking. I'm aware. I'm aware. You literally don't stop. You're all day going, yeah, it's a getting full -time groceries, job. doing this, doing. Da -da 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 -da. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. And then even a stay at home, right? Like if my husband's bringing all the money, okay, I gotta go look cute. I gotta go work out, which is what I was saying in the video. Right. You gotta be hot. You have to put out. You have to like these are like right. I, just like you have duties. I have duties. Right. But mine don't stop. Right. Because when you get home, your nine to five is over. You leave it. You throw it out the window. I'm 24 seven on on duty. So so I, I do get what you're saying. That is that is a fine line. It's hard. It's a role that if I'm going to accept, I know what comes with it. But I don't think that being a dad is something that is included with that. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I was playing I, devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, and I'm not I'm not doing this. To, I'm, I'm just kind of posing questions because no, again, we've been it. doing this for so long. It's like, well, let's get down to fully understanding both sides yeah. with what's being presented because if one person wants to make an argument, but then completely forgets about the other person's argument. So I'm just kind of throwing everything. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, so uh, a couple of things. A couple of things. to sync it back. TV's going to start playing. Put this off. Oh. Um, I love this show. I know the yeah. Me neither. I'm just kidding. No. No. I thought you meant the <laughs> no, fuck is that? I don't know. Um, I think the 
being a sole provider um, financially does not absolve you from fatherhood. It doesn't absolve you from being a present father. It doesn't absolve you from washing your kids, playing with your kids, and giving that giving your wife that that time that she needs after you know when you come home for herself. Because you were saying from from morning till till the husband comes back home, um, the the mother is with the children doing X, Y, and Z. It's a lot. And then, the, you know, the father comes home and he's like, well, I worked. So that's all I have to do. And it's, that's not the case. Yeah. So I think that's an important aspect of it. And I mm-hmm. 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would say <laughs> the responsibilities are a little bit different. So if you're home all day and I'll come home from working all day, I think to be taking a priority with the children is, is important. But like I then having to cook and stuff like that every day, that could be also a challenge. So you just have to see what works for you. Um, but I do agree that just working and bring financially all the money in is not enough. That I, I would say. Um, and then depending on what your, what your arrangement is with, with your spouse, that's also very important, right? You got to have that dialogue. Um, but to go back on what you were saying, if both people are working, the man and the woman, I think it's only fair if the household is also, the responsibilities are shared. Shared. You know, if you cook, I clean. If you do the dishes, I do laundry. If you, you know, sweep, I mop so important and a lot of people don't understand, realize that and yes a lot, if my if i live with my girlfriend or my wife and we both have to work then we ha- I have to come home and, and help as well and i think that's super important and a lot of people are missing that aspect which of it. if you look through the comments on that video yeah. the massive controversy and the fight between everyone is because there's hundreds of men saying welcome to equality you guys wanted equality here it is it's not fucking equality not equal Equal is that we're both paying bills. We both come home. We both share responsibilities. I wouldn't say, yeah, okay. So, and I'm interested in this side of it because this is how I see it, right? Yeah. No, and I agree. I agree. Equality, the literal definition of it is that it's shared like an equal. That's literally the fucking word of it. Sure. So if we both are paying bills and contributing and we're both going out and getting money, and by the way, equality and what women want is just equal pay in the fucking work environment, right? Sure. So then we come home, but then you get to do whatever the fuck you want or go to the gym for two hours or play COD or WoW or whatever those fucking things are called, okay? And then you want your you time, but then like you wake up in the morning and I have to have like your suit ready and your coffee ready and I have to cook and I have to clean and I'm like, that's not equal. I want to come home and I want to fucking play Barbie.com. Like who the fuck cares? But I'm just saying like there needs to be, if you're going to have be equal paying bills i think it should be equal household work yeah because the, the way that I, I i see that is um i can see the argument where it's like okay well if we're both working then we both have to figure out how we're going to you know contribute to the house raise a child yes. yeah. you know kind of you know assess who's going to do what but then i can see the other ar- the other argument of well if a man is working and i'm not saying eight hours because we're, we're thinking well if he is providing and he's supporting us we think well it's not just eight hour shift this we're talking about a man who's making enough money he's putting in the hours these are 10 12 hour shifts that this man may have to work exactly. right so the if he's going to be out for 10 12 hours having to deal with all these things and i understand it's not easy and i, I mean i can't assume i can't I, I will never understand what it's like to raise a child at least well, just take just take kids out of it even if you take kids out of it. Okay, fine. So stay at home, mom. Sure, you still have to, you know, make sure the house is good, uh, uh, clean here, cook here, yeah. make sure this is in order. It's like, that's what you, that's, that's what you have to do though, right? Is that not, because you don't have to work at this point, right? I'm working mm-hmm. as many hours as I can to make sure that you don't have to work, to make sure you could be a stay at home mom. I'm not saying I'm relieved of all my duties, but there are a lot of duties. If we're, if we're both not working and we're not contributing 50-50, 
financially, right? Yeah. I'm contributing 100% in order for you to have the roof over your head, in order for you to have the house to clean, in order for you to have the food to cook. Yeah. In order f- so then where would the man then have to say like, well, now I also have to do this? Like you're at home. This why can't you do that while I'm yeah. giving you this the is means why, to do so? This is, this is why these, important, these conversations are so important yeah. before you get married or before you have a relationship I'm with someone. Oh, right? I agree. I agree. Because from, from what you're telling me right now, like I would- I would say like, yeah, make sure you don't have a lazy fucking partner because at the end of the day, you're just fucking lazy. Like if you're at home and you don't have kids and you have a husband who is literally paying all the bills or a boyfriend who's paying all the bills and then you're just like, nah, I just don't want to do that. Like I'm like, okay. Okay, uh, fair. Okay, fair. Okay. So I think to myself like, "Mm, question mark. I'm not talking about somebody who's a bit like a, a millionaire or a billionaire or even somebody who makes six figures. By the way, I'm a huge advocate for for nannies, for like maids or cleaning ladies. I love them to death. And I think that that's an awesome way for you to just like be able to still want to feel like hot with your man. And like, I'm not fucking tired. And I took time out of my day to go do my hair. So like, you know, what's my role that you're wanting me to fill as a wife? Okay. Because I look at something like that. I'm like, do you want me to be fine as fuck? Or do you want me to be fine and also take care of the house? Like, what? What I, are you I would want both. To be? I would want both. Yeah. Okay. So then, but that has to be a woman that's like, okay, I'm gonna go to the gym. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do my hair. I'm gonna do my nails. I have to do laundry. I have yeah. to do it. Like some women are like, that's not. That's a lot. Pay for someone to do that. Yeah. I am here to look cute. Yeah. And be receiving and give you coffee and be loving, but like I'm not gonna wash your coffee cup. Right. So like I said, these conversations are important because there are many different roles as a woman and as a as a partner to a man, I need to know what type of role you're expecting me to fill as a woman to be able to provide for you and be the partner you need. I like that. I think the problem is with so many the the the, the root issue I think a lot of people have to go into relationships wanting from like they wanna just receive instead of giving when you focus on okay yeah what, what can i get out of it yeah what yeah. can i get out of yeah. it i want yeah. a partner who's going to provide yeah. i want a woman who's going to cook absolutely, and clean the dishes i want somebody mm-hmm. who raises my kids very well stop thinking about yourself yeah. what can i help who somebody? can i be who what can I? yeah who can i yeah. be what can i do when i come home when i you know i don't live with my girlfriend but we spend a lot of time together every day i want to make her life better yeah that's my goal yeah. So if I come home and I, last night I cooked dinner for her, I did the dishes, I cleaned. I don't do anything because I want her to do something in return. I just do it because it makes me happy. Right. Seeing her happy, seeing her relaxed, seeing her calm, that makes me happy. Probably Christina. Oh, probably. Sorry. And so, okay. So that is the idea. So when people go into these relationships, oh, my man has to do this, my woman has to do that. That is a problem. But what you just said is a masculine mindset. Right. Okay. So we can pay bills 50-50. And if you have that mindset, that very strong masculine mindset where you want to come home and you want to make my day a little better, you're going to take out the trash on your own. You're going to help me with dishes because you saw me cook. You're going to see that like I'm tired and be like, mama, you know, tomorrow's your day off. I got (laughs) you with laundry. Why don't you relax and chill? Here's an extra 60 bucks. Go do your nails. Like I love you. Or even the little things where it's like, right? Like I just told you, like I have no time, but I make time for the man in my, in my life. I look at it as you need to have a lot of compassion when you're in a relationship. You need True. to have a lot of understanding yeah. to be able to understand where what's happening in your partner, right? Um, but when when I look at him, I always told him I see uncapped potential in him as a man. Your and I always tell partner. him every... Yes. Your current partner. So I tell him when I look at him, everything I do for him is an investment because I look at things from a business standpoint. 
this is an investment. When I get up and I make his cup of coffee, that is my investment to him right, for right, that right, day yeah, yeah, and yeah. also to my future self. I like that. I like to be a part of his life and his journey in his day. And I want him to even come home. Things. Yeah. I want him to come home. And even though we both worked hard, I want to give him dinner. I enjoy being that like provider standpoint as a feminine woman. Yep. But a lot of people are not in tune with themselves like that. Like just how you said that you want to make your wife stay a little better. This world, especially with social media, we want instant gratification. I want it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like expecting that you have like this mindset where it's like, I deserve this, right? I, I expect this. I have to have this or, you know, it, it, that mindset is what kills a lot of relationships. And it's, and it's, and I even topped that with saying you, you, a lot of times you were said like 50, 50. I think the problem is with the 50, 50 concept is you do this, I do that. Versus, well, I'm just going to do this without expecting anything in return. Now the other person is going to see that, well, I want to do this for them without expecting anything in return too. When you create this environment where I'm just going to do something because I want to do it, it's a beautiful feeling. Because I love you. Exactly, because I love Most you. Most people aren't in relationships now because they love other, per yeah, other people. They, it's conditional. Because, people are in relationships because yeah. they're scared. They're like, they're scared. They don't want to be single or I'm scared I have two kids. What am I going to do with two kids and being alone? Like, bitch. You know, fuck around and find out. Like, what? <laughs> People yeah. don't want to leave their jobs because they're scared. Like, what am I going to do? You'll figure it out. Everybody does. How do you think people are at the top from, from where they started at fucking rock bottom because yeah. they took leaps that were hard, right? So there are countless people that are married right now and they're fucking unhappy in their marriage. Yeah. And they are they don't love their partner. And that's why they have like this sense of hierarchy in this household where like I come home and I expect this and like you are my bitch and I, you <laughs> know, do not I do not appreciate the things you do for me because there is love that is missing. That's why people treat each other like shit in the streets because love is missing. Yeah. That's why I flick you off because you cut me off. Love is missing because what if that person has a kid in a hospital and they're just on a way and they're scared? Mm. Love, compassion, understanding is what gets us through everything in life and it's what's fully missing from relationships, from partners, from everything. I think yeah. empathy. Empathy. Oh, empathy. That, yeah. empathy. Oh, come on, empathy. bro. We're like, like synced. Come we're on, like, dude. Yeah. Empathy. Yeah, it's oh. empathy. We start, we, we're too focused on ourselves. And harmony and yeah. like yeah. union and, and doing things because the, yeah. the, the saying it takes a village doesn't just come from somebody's asshole <laughs> because it yeah. literally takes a village. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think people relationships aren't as complicated as some people might make it out to be. Yeah. But we just overcomplicate. I things. think individuals are complicated. Yeah. But with then, whatever yeah. their own desires are, whatever they feel like they're entitled to yeah. or whatever they feel like they're, they deserve just because. Yeah. And I think that then that creates this false expectation of what a partner should be, man, woman. And when they don't find that, then, oh, well, everyone's a piece of shit. Everyone yeah. sucks. And it's like, take a look in the mirror. Maybe you're... Just go to therapy. <laughs> or that. Yeah. I say it all the time. Like, I, I, I never stop talking. I think every episode I've had on my podcast, and we're in, like, season two, episode 14, every fucking episode, I'm like, go to therapy. I've been going to therapy since I was a teenager. Yeah. You, you know, like, I didn't have, like, a normal childhood. I had a, a really weird upbringing, but I think most people have that type of story, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, most people I know had a, had a tough time or a single mom who was like abused or uh, like, you know, parents who were never around or this shitty situation, right? So that creates character traits in us that bleed into our relationships. Yeah. And then also like my expectation I have of you as a woman might be what I saw my mom, you know, and, and my dad have. 
So now we need to go to therapy so you can be whole and figure out like what you bring to the table as a human. And then all you should ever need from a partner for them to bring to the table is their best self. Nothing else should should come with that. Yeah, I, I was thinking um, there there's a saying that it's like, well, write down everything that you want out of a perfect partner of what you're looking for in a partner yeah. and be that. You know, if what you're look and you also say it too, like if you just kind of live your lifestyle and do what makes you happy, eventually you'll attract that person. But I also think yeah. that that ties into the qualities that you're looking for, because yeah. if you're looking for someone who's nurturing, caring, understanding, kind, loving, whatever you want, yeah. if you aren't that, how can you expect to attract someone with that same energy that you're trying to, Here, to attract? Here's another one. Uh, make a list of all the things you want in a partner and circle the ones that you fill yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because most of the time you look at the list and you're like, fuck, this is actually what I want myself to be. But because I'm not there, I'm expecting my partner to fill that. To fill the, ooh, to fill the gaps. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And it, then that's where the imbalance comes in. That's super imbalance. Interesting. Yeah, like I even, and you see it nowadays too, like a lot, not you maybe in particular, but there's a lot of women like, oh, I want my man to make this much money, be this tall, look this good, da da da. And it's like, you're like, a, why would a man like this be with like a broke bitch? Like <laughs> yeah. you. What about you? Who the yeah. fuck are you? Why would he? Why would they be? Do you know why? You? Do you know why that culture is the way that it is? No, let's tell Social media. Yeah, yeah. Comparison. Because I can post a picture in a thong bikini and get a Zelle transfer, <laughs> or a flight, or a phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. or a bag. I can get whatever I want if That's I just true. not even that because I get those things and I've never posted my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. posted my ass ever. Yeah. Like not even I'm not even sexy on social media. I think if anything I'm intimidating and like most men are like I don't want to deal with this bitch. She's loud. She's opinionated. She's strong rowdy. personality. Yeah, yeah. you're just strong. Yeah, strong she uses curse words. Like we're scared, yeah. right? Yeah. So most men. But you would be surprised what you attract on social media. You deal True. with people who are like bigger, you know, like ballers or. You know, yeah. they can have whatever they want. And women are like, oh, yeah, if I am this way, I can get this. And then it becomes expected. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, most people these days, and especially women, knowing how easily they can get things with social media, they're falling in love with actual, they're falling in love with attention. Instant gratification. Really, yeah. Yes. That rather than relationship. Yeah. It's what can people tell me? What can I get? What do I look like? Who's going to tell me this? And that instant gratification is going to, solve you know that little issue or whatever it is that i'm getting out of it yeah. but long term is that really the type of things you want to be attracting to? that that type of mindset leads to a relationship where you have a man who is a provider and paying for her hair nails bag and then is coming home and is expecting dinner house cleaned laundry but that wasn't established in the beginning so yeah. now you have the two people bickering and fighting over yeah. you're supposed to be feminine yeah. i'm being masculine what the fuck like no we're in this relationship because you were filling my instant gratification needs and now i'm gonna continue to want those needs filled but you never expressed what you wanted from me as a as a female therefore because I don't we're have in to. this relationship for the wrong reasons yeah, exactly yeah. that's that's where like this fight comes in. And by the way, all the comments that are on it are moms who fucking detest their husbands. I saw that. Yeah, someone who want to leave. They're dying to divorce their husbands. Yeah. Do you know how depressing that is? One lady was like, "I've been married for ten years and regretted it every year. Ten <laughs> years, <laughs> homie. Ten years. That's, That's a yeah, decade dude. of your wife hating you, and you also probably hating her. And everybody's just like, well." Just going to ride this wave out till one of us dies. What? And it, it's such a shame because then that's kind of like the example of what marriage is, at least in that generation. I yeah. think yeah. we're in much more control of what 
uh, future generations can expect or, mm-hmm. or see. And, and I'm, that's kind of the mission that I'm hoping that we can yeah. share with the world. Because I feel like back then they just got into situations and then they just fucking dealt with it because that's what life is supposed to be like. And oh, those are people all of our argue. Parents. I've been married 25 years, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. But not happily. I've only been happy for two of them. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude. It just goes downhill. Yeah. yeah. Well, what the fuck? You know, like, what did you not do? What homework did you forget to do? Like in the back end, like before getting into the relationship with someone. Cause like, why would you think of being with someone for so long mm-hmm. that you don't even fucking like, why would well, you think of, think of the requirements for our parents, right? Like I know, for example, like if I look at my parents, I'm just like, but my mom uh, cooks and cleans and she is literally like an, a whole ass woman. That is what she is. And she is a woman and only a woman. Like, yeah, yeah my yeah. mom makes like her little money here and there. But like my mom is hot. My mom wears tight booty shorts. Like yeah. my mom is like, yeah. And my mom is in her 60s. And when, when her yeah, husband gets home, don't go check on my mom. I got a couple of questions for her. Listen, listen. my mom, <laughs> yeah, she wears her little tank tops. Like my mom, when, but when her husband gets home, he smacks her ass. Like he's like, she makes him his dinner. But that was the role that was like what men looked for to have filled. And my mom takes pride in being that woman. She's a very strong, proud Dominican woman, you know? So it's like, it's funny. You get other women who they didn't want to fill that route. And people aren't used to like a different type of woman, right? Yeah. yeah, You know, I I love that you said that because I feel like everyone expects women to be a certain way. Yeah. And, or men also to be a certain way. Yeah. And I think there's little pockets and Mm -hmm. little pools Mm -hmm. of like different kind of people. Um, Instead of trying to force these different pockets to fill other pockets, you know, just align yourself with the pockets that make sense with you. You know, don't force someone who doesn't want to be a stay at home mom or doesn't want to be in her feminine be this masculine to also have to work and then be mad that she doesn't want to work. Oh, well, you should. We got it. It's like, yeah, but I'm not like I'll try, but it's not what I'm looking for. So then it's like, well, then maybe I shouldn't have dated you. Yeah. Well, you know? there's a difference between infatuation. It's true, dude. And yeah. love. Yeah. Right. Because there's so, infatuation so and then there's love. And then what people confuse is like, oh, I'm obsessed with this person. I want and you just don't want that person to be with somebody else. Yeah. Because yeah. at the yeah. bottom of the line, why yeah. would you want to have a long term future with someone who doesn't agree with your morals, your values? You're <laughs> like, what the fuck? How does this even make sense? And you're just like, yeah, you know what? Let's team up and hate each other for years to come and fight our ass off. Because I don't want to see you with somebody else. Yeah. That's How the, stupid. That's the only reason. Selfish. It is true. Yeah. It's so sad Selfish too. That's too. the only reason. You know, like when I when I, I think of like my my past boyfriends and because i've had like i would say like i've had like five boyfriends that are like five serious boyfriends since high school right which is a lot yeah that's a lot sounds like a lot shout shout out to each and everyone (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't be here without (laughs) you wouldn't be without you guys (laughs) um but yeah i remember breaking up with one of them and being like man i love you so much but like this is fucked yeah we can't do this people like forget that you know, just because you love someone doesn't mean this is the person you should spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. There's so a true. difference yeah, yeah. between finding your partner and the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And then the person who you like, oh, like this is an infatuation thing and I'm going to get over this and we're going to fall out of love because once life starts happening, we don't we don't click and we don't agree and you will fall out of love. You can love a person and then detest them in a year because you realize like none of our shit adds up What the fuck. You're super annoying. Like, I don't like yeah, your mindset. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, and then like searching and waiting, I'm 28. 
I've been through, like I said, five boyfriends and I have never, ever settled. Like I would say the closest I was to settling or being like, I'm going to deal with this, even though I was unhappy, was with my son's dad. And that's what like almost everyone goes through, right? It's like, damn, do I put up with this so that I don't have a broken family? Uh Yeah. So then, so which leaves a lot of unhappy mothers that don't want to divorce for their kids, which leaves a lot of unhappy kids who grow up to repeat the cycle or become abusive people or get in, get in, get in drug usage or don't know how to have like a mom who's emotionally there for them, who Mm -hmm. didn't get love at home, who don't fucking go to therapy so they can't explore these things, you know? But in all aspects, just like how we said my schedule in the beginning, which I know it's funny to compare it to, but I'm a very free-flowing, chaotic person. I need that. That's how you should be with, like, your partner. These are your qualities. These are mine. I'm not going to change them. Do we yin and yang? Can we make it flow? That's it. Stop making a structured schedule and just enjoy your life for your life. (laughs) You're doing the same thing and everything. I'm scooting down. (laughs) (laughs) What I've learned is, like, yeah, love is definitely not enough to sustain a relationship. For sure Um, um, and this is any relationship, but uh, yeah, effort is is going to be key to, to to continue nurturing. But the the most important thing is make sure you're putting effort towards someone that it just makes sense for you. I've learned that there's just so many people in this world that even if you do love that love that one person and you feel like oh my god this is my person, bro. Like I, you're gonna get over it. I've yeah. learned every you'll you'll feel better when, not, an, when an NFL player messages you. You'll feel so much <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I've even told I've told I've had conversations, you know, with with uh, with my partner with Christine, and I'm like, if we were to break up, it'll hurt like hell, but I'll get over it. Like it, I've told her straight it's up. She's reality. like, what? Like, yeah. I'm like, dude, like you think you're the only one? Like, look, I know I'm not a bad looking guy. I know I'm not the best looking guy, but I know I could find somebody else if I really wanted to. Yeah. And with the amount of people that are out there, I'm sure I'll find a connection with somebody else. So it's not like I'm married to the idea of just that one person because God forbid something were to happen, life goes on. And I can't yeah. be then force myself into this toxic relationship or this toxic environment because I feel like this is the person that needs to be in my life. Like, no, dude, like it, Focus on yourself first and find that true happiness and then find that person that helps you continue being happy. Yep. Not someone who's you're relying on to make you happy. So I think it's uh, There should also be like with my with partners, I'm not awesome at dating, obviously. <laughs> but with partners, I think that they're like the the best thing is to always remember the qualities that you enjoy by yourself. One of my favorite things about myself is like my well-roundedness. And my ability to carry conversation with whoever. Yeah. And I can shoot the shit with you and we can chug beers at a bar or we can go to a Michelin star restaurant. And I need that and require that in a man. And with that, I also require someone who has like similar schedule to me. And and those little things I think are things that we can't settle for. I need someone who's going to grow with me and evolve. I'm constantly chasing what's the next best thing. I just expressed to you how I have this umbrella idea. Mm-hmm. How could I be with somebody who has a nine to five and is stagnant and is comfortable? Like the it top work, yeah. that they're going to get is manager. I will outgrow you so fast. Yeah. And also you're not going to be in my same environment. You can't talk about numbers at a table with other businessmen. I, I want to take my partner and feel proud of my partner, sit across from somebody like the people that I sit across and be able to carry conversation and feel proud that this is the man that supports me. A strong woman needs a strong man, and I would want him to be able to re- represent me in that manner. Right? Yeah, but but just be, just because let's say because this is similar to what Alex said. Yeah, and yeah. I know where you're. Oh yeah, you you take no because like <laughs> he, I know where you want to be proud of the man, but his job does not really define him who he is. If he's, he's he could be a great man, just mm-hmm. because he's a manager mm-hmm. doesn't take away from him being a loving husband 
father there for you, supports you emotionally. Yeah, he may not make as much money, but is that really the the, the prerequisite for a healthy partnership? Go ahead, I'd Be- love to before hear. you. Yeah, but at the same time, it doesn't make him less of a man. That's it was a qu- yeah, but. And for her, that's just not the type of person that would really make her feel fulfilled. I don't want to feel like I can do laps around you. And if I had a man who had, which by the way, yeah, like it does not take away from a man what job he has. And there are men that can sit at a table and carry themselves really well in in that manner. But that wouldn't work out for my lifestyle. Because if one day Casa Carly's doing a million and Como's also doing a million and then I'm super famous on my podcast and like I have a husband who still has no drive, no ambition. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to monetize like or like help me get bigger or grow. I'm making that much money and the type of men that I am around, just like how you said, like you can you can have and build relationships with other people. Question marks start popping up in my head. Who would I be if I had this type of man with me? How how much more would I grow if I dated someone who has this mindset? So yeah. I think you have to date within your like realm, within your worlds, because that's what I was gonna because say. Because I I I honestly like you think being honest, being genuinely honest. If I had someone who was um, uh, back in the car industry, right? They make great money and they're also great salespeople, and they can conduct themselves in, in an awesome manner. And I most car salesmen are hustlers and they have big ambition. But if that's all you want to do and you're going to let me ball out and I'm making 3 million and you're still in car sales, I'm going to outgrow your ass. And what type of lifestyle, you know what lifestyle I want to live if I'm making $3 million? So now I'm paying for everything basically. You have to understand. What's wrong with that? You have to understand (laughs) that (laughs) she, no, well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's it's for me. Exactly. Yeah. Remember, this is not your typical, you know, big pool of women that kind of fits the mold of what their expectations are. So she is a go-getter. She's hungry. She has her own entrepreneur, like her own career, her own brands, her own businesses. She would need someone who also understands that. And I'm going to use myself as an example. Uh, my partner who's currently sitting outside, yeah. she quit her nine to five or whatever the fuck it was as a teacher to be a full-time photographer. Every single time I go to work every day I'm to my day job and they, I have, I sit with, I do small business only. So I'm literally listening to people tell me how they created their businesses. Some were from other countries that they just brought over. Some they started right. from scratch, yeah. some they inherited, but it's still such a beautiful journey that I'm listening to. Yeah. So whenever I'm there sitting miserable, miserably in my job and I have coworkers that are like, man, I started doing this or I have an idea of this, or I'm doing this on the side or I'm creating this. I want to grow this. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that, that automatically men, like that mentality is is like what you need in a partner. I don't need him to be a manager, but I need him to at least have that drive that you want to step up. Right, but he can have that drive. But just because if he has that drive, <laughs> he's like, fuck, I have something to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead yeah. Sorry, sorry. So it's but that alone, that small just mindset of I want more is what's attractive. Not mm-hmm. the fact that they've done it. It's the fact that they're willing to go out and get more, and they're yes. willing to do it, and they have bigger visions than just being a fucking nine to five banker at my job. I think that's what ties a lot to it. It's, it's not so much it's that. It's the stagnant energy. It's the fact that they're willing to understand what it's like to be on your own, what it's like to grow a business, what it's like to struggle, overcome obstacles. All of that happens when you're your own boss. So you have a different mindset and but, that's what she has. Yeah. So what, she she can't see herself with someone who doesn't have that same but mindset. But what if that vision is something different that is not that career particular like such they, as what they, they could be passionate about animals and want to have like an animal sanctuary or 
you, you know, you know, help. But that's beyond them being a manager, is, right? Yeah. But if but, yeah, that, it's that like is, a side thing. What do you mean? Cool. Take out the financial. But, but if, if that was like a side thing, and you look at me as a partner who literally gave up everything and was like, "I'm gonna find a way to fucking make it work." When I was a, when I I had a company and it wasn't making enough money for me to be able to support my life and my kid on my own, so I could have been like, "Well, now I'm gonna go get a nine to five But I didn't. I said, "I'm gonna work ten times harder and make this make money." So if you had your animal thing as a as a part time thing, like I would hope that you would come to me and be like babe i fucking hate my job i want to do this full time let's figure out how to do this let's monetize this it. is my dream how can we make more money yeah and like this is my dream and that ambition and drive again goes back to me making your cup of coffee and that being investment it's, yeah because he doesn't want to be a manager if his true dream is to have his own animal and sanctuary and by the way by the way this ties in a lot to the current relationship that i have which is where i always say like he has the drive he has the ambition he just needs what i call bones right like i'm throwing you like a couple bones here and there so like we fucking balance each other so well i have a ton of connections in miami so i just put him in front of people but his ambition and drive is what gets him to those next levels right Right, See, but at that. least he has that energy. Can, like he's I, not a multimillionaire right now, but I, yeah. he can sit at that table because he he, he can converse with them. He has that same mentality. I've had yeah. a, we've had a lot of guests, female guests, sitting in the same position where you are, and, and it's funny because they're kind of echoing the same thing. Mm. And I, I get where you're coming from, but if I flip the switch, I've never sat down with a man and they've had the same kind of. It's funny because we never talk with men and they say, oh, my wife needs to do this, this, and this. Think about even on a bigger scale uh, in terms of financial. Think about a bigger scale. Okay, Jeff okay. Bezos, all these people, who do they date? You know, they mm-hmm. don't, do, do you think they care if their wife or girlfriend or whatever has you know these ambitions financially or whatever? Well, what do their wives, what do their partners do? Joe Schmo, nothing. 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 So, yeah. But I think that goes to show you how men and women are different. Like, Men, a lot of times they don't care what they're in terms financially. Like, what my, f- they, yeah, I want you want your partner to have goals and dreams and visions. But if they're happy doing what they do, if this with nails or whatever, or whatever, the f- or they're doing whatever they're doing, but they make twelve dollars an hour, but they're yes. happy, that's fine. But a lot of times, women will not have the same, uh, expect uh, exper- expect the same things from their partners. Okay, so there's so many. See where I totally see where you're going. I think that's also. I'm sorry. No, I think fine. that's also. Um, you're at a much different level when you yeah. get, but I do see that because she was saying like millions of dollars. Well, you're you at a big, big time level. What does yeah. it? What does it matter what you financially your your partner brings in? Yeah, at that point, I can okay because I, because I want to live. I want to live. But you can live. You can, but you can. But you, can. Right? But you yeah, will be able can, to provide but that. But I want. I want you. Okay, hold on. Let me. Who's gonna take care of the kids? Let me say what I'm gonna say. <laughs> the nannies. <bitch. laughs> yeah, you better. Which you can afford. Which I can afford. But do you get what I'm saying? hundred percent. Here, here's what I'll touch on because this is this is this is exciting. Okay. I like that. Yesterday. The man that I had on my podcast, he told me when I, he makes a lot of money. Yeah. And he told me that he uh, wouldn't want a woman because he was talking about a single mom, like how he wouldn't date a single mom because like, you know, it it, to him was a negative. Right. So I told him, what if I'm a single mom with $3 million in the bank account? Worse, he told me (sighs) because he says, I, as a man who have made, who has made that money, I know the hardship. I know the grief. I know how how hard it was for me to get to that point. So I know that you as a woman have built up strengths and barriers and stuff Mm -hmm. that take away from the very soft, like, um, sort of like 
docile female. Okay. Which would be which to the is, marketing to those. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people. like like me, like how I said on my social media, I give off a very strong presence. Men aren't like, oh, I'm going to hit this bitch up to fuck. They know, don't <laughs> yeah. slide in my DM for some stupid shit because like, I'm going to be like, no, I don't, this is not, this does not interest me because I can provide it for myself, right? Mm. Oh, I'll send you, I'll sell you $800, $800, $800. My Publix bill last yeah. month was double that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so when he told me that, like it plays a big tie into what you're saying yeah. because as a female who has busted my fucking ass, who has built up this hardship, who has worked to be where I want to be, I need a man who's 10 times me to be able to provide that masculine energy yep. and bring me out of my alpha. But now, to your point, um, is it fair for a woman who hasn't accomplished all of that and they don't do anything? They still want a man who is successful, who's grinding, who's making all this money. Because for you, you can justify that. Yeah. But what about the, the other... The other parties. Yeah. You know what? As as a female, I want to answer this question in a way that represents the female community well. But you should also be fair and realistic. Yes, but I've also never been in that position to be able to give an honest feedback answer on that. No, but you can still provide an opinion. My opinion. Because I don't mind talking shit about men when they fucking are requesting stupid shit. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I, but men are douchebags. <laughs> most star. Hey, and I will agree. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, no, yeah. I will agree. Men are, men are dicks. Men made women that are like bitches, bitches. Like that's. Yeah. That's a no, I agree. I agree. There I are can, some guys I can who fucked tell up. You, I can tell you, uh, like expecting the most when you haven't even done your own work is never fair in any situation. Okay, fair enough. Just fair enough. E- that's even <laughs> a very to me, politically correct uh, response. <laughs> I give you that. Good yeah. job. I'm in sales, honey. Like. Yeah. Very diplomatic. This is what I do. Like this is what I, like I do. Like but you know what? Even in, in the work environment, right? So I use the work environment at, like as just like a home base for me because like I said, that's what I do 24-7. Yeah. So uh, there's that concept of a manager and a employee, right? So you're never going to listen to somebody who's making the same amount of money as you who doesn't have that managerial title or like who doesn't have like an important role, right? You're always going to be like, yeah, okay, whatever, fuck you. Like you are literally my equal, which is where I think like stuff like that that gets sticky in relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You feel like that person is your equal, so you don't respect them at like a different level. Ooh, okay. I that. But okay, um like when I look at somebody who's a manager who maybe like let's say says do this, do this, do this, do this, do this and sits on their ass that might play into what you were just asking me because it's like, yeah, if like you want somebody to do everything, but you're not fulfilling that. And like, you're not even an example of what you want your partner to be. Yeah. So yeah, as a female, if you're going to be asking for someone to bring like all this shit to the table, the least you could do is be an emotionally healthy human that could add value in places where like men who are Jeff Bezos, who make all the money in the world he doesn't need any more money, which money, by the way, is a fucking tool. Everybody yeah. like obsesses over money. Money is literally just a tool to do things and accomplish other things in life. That's it, right? Yeah. It's like a video game. You just yeah. need more coins. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So you can go on this and you got to do this excursion and get money and sure, sure, now sure, you can sure, buy sure, your car, sure. pimp it out, whatever. Jeff Bezos needs an emotion. Have you seen his his like partner? No, yeah, I've seen her. Okay, she's well, she's, one, she's uh, not like suit like this super young no, like, bitch, whatever. Yeah, she's big. like a a female powerhouse. She's quite the badass, honestly. Yeah. But she has a lot of the things that we talked about: compassion, empathy. When you hear her speak, she's very um, like well spoken, educated. She's very classy. So 
that type of woman, yeah, I don't have money to bring to you, but I offer mindset, stability, support, um, a healthy person, like a healthy body. She takes care of herself and I'm sure she takes care of herself mentally to be able to be with somebody like that. So like, like I said, if you can't bring money to the table, at least bring therapy. Maybe you can't afford therapy. Go fucking journal, like go read books, educate yourself, uh, expand your vocabulary. There are a lot of girls who want a baller ass man, but they can't even carry a conversation. How can I have you around my coworkers or my employees? If you can't even like, you know, hold conversation with us yeah so so yeah it sounds like you're saying that if the man um will be that powerhouse of a man that strong man who should be going out there if you don't have the qualities that you have and probably not as go-getter and hungry you want to be a woman and just be woman qualities yeah at least provide some sort of value yeah. to the man yeah. who is providing everything else yeah Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is men and women have different responsibilities and like as again as a man men who they want to make it in life you have to work every man has to work for everything that they have whereas women i'm not saying they don't have to work but again you don't have to have bring in the same you bring the same value you don't have the same expectations yeah it is yeah exactly well well, you said earlier that you can uh, show your ass and people are sending you money the bag all that stuff yeah nobody yeah nobody's gonna send a guy well, maybe somebody, but no we should try. The guy, money. Listen, you're, you're never gonna expect me to wake up one morning and be like, "Hey, at the barbershop today, I got you, babe." It's fucking weird. Yeah, You'd yeah, be yeah. like, uh, like it would even be like funny. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, so, so there are different expectations and different roles. No matter what, That's the bottom line. No yeah. matter what the earth wants to say, and like, I know there's a lot <laughs> happening right now. Like, don't cancel culture us. But there are roles that a man plays and roles that a female plays, or at least what's considered the norm, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and not every relationship's gonna be like that. But still, like, you know, hey, I, I mean. It's funny. There's probably going to be girls that like message their man some money right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it would hey, be nice. Get a percentage of it. That'd be nice. Yeah. You know what? Hey, women, if you're dating uh, your man right now, buy them a Como piece. Yeah. <laughs> put the link in the surprise, surprise your man. Yeah. I like that. Honestly, I like that. yeah. Take care of your man. You want to be treated like queens. Make sure you're treating your men like kings. I know it's I like, like it, that. the the little things are so important, but I think like like men are so easy. Men are men are men are not. As complex. I'll say as we're pretty simple, seem. no? Like we, we well, can, you look a little complicated. You look a little diva. I know no. how diva. I'm pretty late. You back. are a diva. Says the man I'm laid back though. I'm laid back though. You look like a diva. I work at a bank. Suit. I work at a bank. I do this because I have to. <laughs> you know, I don't think I don't think men are that complicated. I think men just like need a like a little bit of love and some emotional support. There are fucking assholes out there that are ruthless and they are terrible. But you make a conscious decision to be in a relationship with that person, and yeah. you can like we choose to wear pony blinders with red flags. And we get ourselves in really stupid situations. <laughs> the person that I'm with now is polar opposite of what I would go for. Even my mom was really? just like, yeah, my mom was like super excited. She was like, <laughs> she's like for real, and she even calls me one day and she's like telling me how much she likes him. I was like, mommy, I, I like him too. Relax, like I'm yeah. not I'm, like I know. She's like, please, this one, please. Like, <laughs> all cute. the other ones were so scary. Um, so so yeah, I think that. But all the other ones were my conscious decisions that I knew were people that were going to take me for a roller coaster ride, mm. and I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, I love Disney. Well, you, learned, you learned your lesson, <laughs> and now I'm over it. I have you a kid. I'm like, yeah, it's it's exhausting. So. Um, man, we could keep going, but we have to come to a close. Um, I, f- I see a part two in the future happening for sure. I think we definitely got to bring you back on because I, I, we could keep going, but we do have to yeah, we gotta start yeah. closing, yeah. closing out. Yeah. Um, I have one final question okay. before you go. Do you feel like, um, a man who, who cannot provide that financial, uh, 
safety net or stability where a woman can stay at home. And, you know, men, both a man and a woman, they both have to work. Does that take away from the the, the man that You're he right is? Over there, champ. Oh, bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Fucking microphone. Does it take away from 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 a man who cannot solely provide? You feel like women look at men differently, or like less? Not you, maybe, but in general, you feel like it takes away because I feel like even in some of your comments, like oh, man has to provide. That's what a man does. A man, you know, needs to take care of the house financially. You're bringing the money. So if you can't do that solely based on you know, the world that we live in, does it take away from the manhood? No. No? The easy answer, no. There mm. are obviously contingencies, but we go back to your mindset that we just spoke about. Yeah. Where I said that type of mindset where you want to make my day a little better, where you want to give, where you want to be a provider, you yeah. are being a provider. You are taking care of our household. You are structuring our future. Maybe financially right now you can't do that. But when you have that mindset, I guarantee you, you will find a way to eventually create like a household where you're the sole provider. Like I, I like have that. just seen that. Most men who don't have, and I keep going back to the word, most men who don't have it right now will go get it. Those men are the ones that I call like, hey, this is your person you should invest in. You should invest in this person. This is worth you putting your time and effort and energy into. And why the fuck not? We put effort and en energy into like people who are assholes and treat us bad and poor. Like why not wait a little bit or find somebody who's still on their journey, build that journey with that person, yeah. invest in them, give them your time, give them your love and, and reciprocate and flow together. Yeah. If you find a partner who balances you like that, the both of you will be a powerhouse. Because everything that I need, you can provide. Everything that you can that you can provide, I need. Like, this is how we flow. So, no, if the man can't pay all the fucking bills, there are so many other ways that they can offer being a man to a woman. I like that. I got your stamp of approval, I suppose. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot more... Um, we can probably uncover. Sure, well, sure. I'm sure the comment section is going to get rowdy, and then there will be like a part two cover. Yeah, what I'm looking the questions. for, yeah, 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 which is always encouraging and nice because I enjoy, I genuinely enjoy hearing somebody's question and being like, "Fuck, man, I never thought about it like that." Yeah, and that's yeah. the mission. That's why we're doing what we're mm -hmm. doing. Um, I, uh, my mission, our mission, is to create conversations on um, kind of everyday situations or maybe things that we think are just regular. That's you know beautiful. issues yeah. and um in order for us to just again have those conversations and then just open our minds to other possibilities and other solutions like fuck i never thought about that you guys are helping people have empathy that's the goal, the goal yeah. that's yeah. the goal and let me tell you every single time i get i'm sorry every yeah. single time i get a guest on i not that i'm i'm a little prejudiced but i always have like something in my mind of what could happen yeah i'm always pretty surprised at how everything flows when we had Stevie on, I'm like, oh, he's some fucking Percy, you know, all <laughs> yeah. this stuff. But I learned a lot from her. And then she kind of stood her ground on a lot of things, yeah. which were very similar uh, to your points of view. Um, but uh, it's also like how a woman should be. Well, if I'm not going to be working, well, then I should be able to put a little bit extra effort on certain things. So it's all about kind of having this full understanding and empathy mm -hmm. to being able to, to understand and, and just be open same thing with you i saw this clip when he sent it to me and i'm like who the fuck is this bitch but now i have you here and i'm like i fucking love her yeah. i think she's super awesome and yeah. i'm actually because i'm like i know we can continue talking but i'm also like man i know that if we had another part two it's gonna be really, really, really it's gonna good. be yeah. sick. part it's gonna two be should involve involve wine 
please. Uh, we'll do it on a little. We'll do it on an evening. Yeah, that yeah. way we can That's sip nice. on wine, you know, I'll and Uber. you have some more I'll sleep. Uber. Yeah, and you I'll got some more sleep. sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll have you a little bit more rested. Yeah, awesome. I like that. I like that. Awesome. So it is time to break up. Before we do so, um, we like to end the show with uh, final thoughts. Those final thoughts can be something that you live by that's very important to you, something okay. you'd like to say to your younger self, mm -hmm. or something that's just very important to you. That I think that was the first thing I said. Yeah, Whatever, something that you'd want to share maybe to someone that's very, very important to you, something that you've learned that you've always wanted to give back. Anything that you want to give, you can say it to the camera, you can say it to us, and then sell yourself at the end with where they can find you. One last thing, that links and stuff. Stage is yours. I would say within the last two weeks, I've had a realization of something because I've given the advice to several people these past two weeks, and I think it, I think it would work good for this earth, right? Mm. Take the advice that you would give your child and treat people the way that you would only allow someone to treat your child. Meaning if your son is 25 and he calls you that someone just flicked him off driving because we used that earlier – don't do that. If you wouldn't do it to your kid, you wouldn't like someone to treat their kid, your kid that way. Don't treat others that way. At the end, all of us have a little child inside that maybe didn't have all the love or didn't have parents over there. or Maybe they just needed things that weren't met. And we all are just that inner child. So just take the advice that you would give your kid. So if you're with a shitty man and you know your daughter would be crying to you about the same thing, what advice would you give your daughter? And take that. And then just treat everyone like we are. We're just little kids. We're just fucking adults now. And we have to do this shit on earth. Yeah. So love yourself. Love others. Have empathy. Have compassion. Remind yourself where we all come from. Our roots. Like we're just humans on this earth. And please find ways to heal yourself. <laughs> Jesus, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the, main, the most important one. <laughs> shop, shop Gasa Carly. Shop Como. <laughs> At that Carly dough on uh, so many platforms. Coffee with Carly on YouTube. Um, so shop small this Christmas, please. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like That's that. it. Yeah. Description. Thank like you guys that. for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming one. on. This is very you. nice. You were a brother for sure. I got to tell you, it was nice to have you on. Thank you. And then, all right, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching us right now, obviously that's Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting. We wouldn't be here without you guys. Definitely I not. saw the payout we got the other day, and I'm like, damn, yeah. that helped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah crazy. For sure, for sure, for sure. No idea. Love These bills that. are going high. Uh, <laughs> other than that, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, listen to us on the go. Uh, social media Instagram, TikTok, Facebook And Twitter We have a website Coffeebreakup.com Check us out And that being said Thank you so much Love y'all Till next time Later. Ciao